0: Good morning, people of God. Oh, what a beautiful day the Lord has given us, right? When you look outside, you're like, oh, it's cloudy. I'm like, this is December 31st and it looks like this. It's going to be 40 degrees on Tuesday. This is good stuff. Well, special welcome for all of you who are here with us, both in person and online. For those of you online, we will be having Holy Communion. So we invite you to find some uh, bread and some wine or juice following our uh, readings today. Today we're doing what's called Lessons and Carols. We are retelling the story of Christmas throughout various different scripture and both Old and New Testament and and prophecies and and just you name it. We're going to experience it today and then uh, kind of have a smattering of carols throughout uh, the service as well. So my hope and prayer for you today is that you just soak in. that We are still in this season of Christmas as much as we are kind of maybe even over the whole uh, Christmas thing. Maybe you had family or friends or presents or things like that. We're, we're still in the middle of it for in, the, in the Christian calendar. So we're only halfway through the season of Christmas. So uh, we're going to retell the story again today. We're done with the songs though. We're, no, the songs are still going. We're going to do more songs. Uh, and I feel like I need to at least uh, address the uh, the elephant here. Um, for all of you who were watching the Lions last night, uh, may you hear these words. I therefore declare unto you the entire forgiveness of all the words you screamed at the TV. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there is your absolution whether you wanted forgiveness or not.
1: Are you also going to absolve the refs, or is this a... No, we're going to... We can no, retain no. the sins of those the that Bible we The Bible
0: specifically says, I'm allowed to retain the sins of any.
1: <laughs>
0: we're going to keep those. <laughs> I'm a forgiving pastor to a point, apparently. Yes. I thought I was more forgiving until last night. But uh, uh, it is what it is. But uh, it was, it's just. It's fun to have a team that you want to root for, Right. Uh, last announcement I wanted to share today is the final service for Faith Lutheran Church. Uh, they are just south of twenty three mile over on shelby it 's going to be at one o 'clock today. Uh, they have been uh, uh, just a, a faithful congregation for the last sixty years. Uh, I want to say in the early '60s is when that church was was formed, and uh, it 's always sad. See a congregation that uh, you know has a transition like this, but it's inevitable uh, because we enter into new chapters of our lives. And uh, our prayer is that the people of faith uh, find a place uh, that they feel connected to. Uh, we did approve the merger, and uh, there will be some new faces, uh, especially starting next week, uh, um, if they're not here already. Um, but uh, we invite you to introduce yourself to people that maybe you don't recognize and just say good morning and uh, make everyone feel as welcome as we can. Uh, I know it's, it's difficult to go through loss. And so we lift up the people of, of Faith Lutheran today in our prayers. And uh, we pray that the service goes well and that it can be a time of celebration for all the amazing years of ministry and for the new chapters that God has in store for them and for us. Amen. Amen. With that, I invite you to, let's, let's do this now. I invite you to stand as you are able. Greet the neighbors you have around you. Wish them a happy new year. For those of you online, give a shout out. Let us know you're with us. And I invite you to stay standing as we continue our service with a bit of call and response, where I will kind of read a sentence and invite you to respond. And so we begin our service. Jesus, the bright morning star, shines light in the world. By day and night, he shines for all to see. Jesus was born in the midst of injustice and poverty. That the world may see the justice and richness of God. God so loved the world that God sent Jesus. So that all who believe in him may not perish but have eternal life. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of our lives. Sing to God a new song. A song of hope, joy, and peace around the world. Let us pray. Gracious God of heaven and earth, you have thrown a lifeline to us in our darkness, a beam of light that shines through your Son, Jesus. Though born in a manger, he is the firstborn of all creation. Though crucified on a cross, he is the Lord of life. Fill us with the wonder and joy of his presence in the world and in our hearts. And all of God's people say, Amen. Please be seated for our first reading. I invite Val to come forward to start.
2: The first reading is from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 5 and 14 through 18. First this, God created the heavens and earth, all you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. God spoke light, and light appeared. God saw that light was good and separated light from dark. God named the light day. He named the dark night. It was evening. It was morning. Day one. And again, God spoke, Lights, come out, shine in heaven's sky, separate day from night, mark seasons and days and years, lights in heaven's sky to give light to earth. And there it was. God made two big lights, the larger to take charge of day, the smaller to be in charge of night. And He made the stars. God placed them in the heavenly sky to light up earth and oversee day and night to separate light and dark. God saw that it was good. Here ends the reading.
3: The second reading is from Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a. But you, O Bethlehem of Arafat, who are the one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. and he shall be the one of peace. Here ends the reading.
4: The third reading is from Luke, Chapter 1, 26 through 35 and 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name, Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her, Good morning, you're beautiful with God's beauty, beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end ever to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, But how? I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child will bring to birth, will be called Holy, Son of God. And Mary said, Yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me just as you say. Then the angel left her. Here ends the reading.
5: This fourth reading, wow, comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, where we hear, The birth of Jesus took place like this. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. Before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but he did not know that. Joseph, chagrined but noble, determined to take care of things quietly, so Mary would not be disgraced. While he was trying to figure a way out. He had a dream. God's angel spoke in the dream. Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit conceived. God's Holy Spirit has made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth, and when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus. God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Watch for this. A virgin will be pregnant and bear a son. They will name him Emmanuel, Hebrew for God is with us. Then Joseph woke up. He did exactly what God's angel commanded in the dream. He married Mary, but he did not consummate the marriage until she had the baby. He named the baby Jesus. Here ends the reading.
6: Reading is from the second chapter of Luke beginning with verse 8. There were shepherds camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly God's angel stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, "Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A savior has just been born in David's town, a savior who is Messiah and Master." And this is what you are to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises, Glory to God in the heavenly heights, peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherders talked it over, Let us go to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child, and all who heard the shepherds were impressed. Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The shepherders returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything that they had heard and seen, and it turned out exactly the way they'd been told. Here ends the reading.
7: The sixth reading this morning from second chapter of Matthew verses one through eleven. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship, a band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around, Where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We're on pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified, and not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religion scholars in the city together and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? They told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly, It's you, Bethlehem, in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear. From you will come the leader, who will shepherd rule, my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east. Pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go find this child. Leave no stone unturned. As you, As soon as you find him... "'Send word, and I'll join you at once in your worship.' Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again, the same star they had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother.' Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. Here ends the reading.
8: Seventh reading is from the book of John chapter 1 verses 1 through 14. The word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word. The word was God in readiness for God from day 1. Everything was created through him, nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. There once was a man, his name John, sent by God to point out the way to the life light. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John was not himself the light. He was there to show the way to the light. The life light was a real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him. And yet the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God selves. These are the God begotten, not blood begotten, not flesh begotten, not sex begotten. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood, We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. Here ends reading.
0: So this is the Christmas story. started from the very first chapter of the book of Genesis and continues on through today. And this is again where I wish the Bible had no back cover because now you are a part of this Christmas story. Now you, like the shepherds, have a story to share and tell others that you might go tell it on the mountains of your lives. Bring this story of hope and new life wherever you go and remember Christ was born for you and for everyone else outside these walls as well. May that be a message that we carry with us each and every day. Amen? Amen. Amen. In response to this amazing Christmas story, uh, we now receive our offering. Uh, One story I wanted to share with you. Because of your generosity and who you are, we had a, a, a woman come in who had a lot of medical conditions, and at the same time, because of just life, it uh, was a grandma, but she was taking care of her children. And the kids didn't have coats. And they, you know, was struggling to have food and, 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 you know, support for school and all that. We were able to, because of your generosity, go out and go shopping. Took Nancy with me. We went to uh, Costco, picked up coats, and gloves and mittens and everything that we needed to and came back and were able to gift that uh that woman that grandma with uh the supplies that she needed to help support her children so it's little things like that that you don't normally get to see because they don't happen on a sunday morning that you are a part of that because we are a church family together those people who come to us we're able to help so thank you for all the ways that you continue to support King of Kings and uh, the way that we can be that light, that life light outside of these walls. Uh, we now take our, and receive our offering. I invite you to stand as you are able. We stretch your legs just a bit. As we enter into a time of prayer, just offer a short one and then we'll say the Lord's Prayer together. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we can't thank you enough for the gift of this day, for the gift of this year. Lord, whether it was one that we we didn't want to end because it was so wonderful and so good, or one that we couldn't wait for it to end because it was filled with sorrow or grief or frustrations or disappointments. Lord, speak a new word into our hearts today as we enter into this new chapter, this new year of 2024, this new opportunity that you've put before us to be a part of you in this world, to be a part of what you have going on in our midst and even within our hearts, Lord. Let us dare to let your light shine through us, to put aside the things that we are so fixed on And that we might live into what we pray that your will might be done through us. We can't thank you enough for the gift of your Son. That through Jesus all of this is possible. That we don't live in the darkness every day anymore. That we have seen your light. That we are called to your light. We are invited into your presence. And now to be your light. Lord, we ask that you not only hear our prayers, that we lift up to you our loved ones and people who are struggling throughout uh, uh, our neighborhoods and and in our state, in our our country, in our world, but we lift ourselves to you as well, asking for you to be just so present today and all the days to come. Lord, we lift all this up to you, trusting that you hear us Amen. Please be seated. At this time, for those of you at home, if you have, uh, you know, your communion, your bread and wine or juice ready, I invite you to take that out or any of those who are communing from your seats as we prepare ourselves to receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. He gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body and it's given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, and it's shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Amen. Uh, I invite the deacons to come forward at this time. Soon the ushers are going to come down the aisle and release you or uh, kind of uh, invite you to come forward for communion. The first person you'll come to will, will give you a, a piece of bread, the body of Christ. Uh, and We invite you to consume that and then move on over to where, where you will see, receive the blood of Christ in the form of either red wine or yellow juice. Uh, and then, of course, continue on. You can deposit your cups in the baskets on the way out and then return to your seats. Um, We also have gluten-free wafers available for those of you who have a gluten intolerance or just prefer that. Just kind of let your deacon know and they'll flag me down and I'll come a-running. And if there are any children here, they can always come forward for a blessing as well if they're not used to communion. Uh, For those of you now at home, uh, the body and blood of Christ given and shed for you. Come, for all is ready. Oh, and also, uh, whether you're a member here or not, this is a gift from Jesus. You are welcome to this meal again, uh, whether this is your first time or you've always been here, whether you're Catholic or uh, non-Christian or whatever you think you are. This is Jesus saying, I love you. So come on down. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. Of God, may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you this day, moving into 2024, and keep you always in God's grace. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. We're actually going to jump into God Resty Mary Gentlemen. So I invite you to stand as you are able. I invite you to uh, do a call and response with me one more time. Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. God, from teachers here below, you are the shepherds telling the story. We tell it in the streets and across the land. You are the wise ones worshiping with thanksgiving. We worship with gifts of song and service, talents and treasures. You are the angels announcing peace. We live with joy and go now in peace. May you receive this blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of His hand. Amen. Boy, I don't get to do that for another year. (laughs) You missed you? (laughs) I'll just listen to it uh, totally. There you go. Put it on repeat. You can go to sleep with it. All right. Go in peace. Our Savior is born. Thanks be to God. Amen.